Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Sydney, welcome to the program. Thank you for welcoming well, me to the program. It's my been, program, too. I, welcome to our program. Which we've been on um, parental leave for a while. That's true. That's true. We, I, should we start making Chuck introduce herself, too? Yeah. Or? Hey, introduce yourself, Chuck. Okay, that's well, about as good. She's kind of made a noise. It's not bad. It's good. good as we're going to get. busy. She's eating right now. <laughs> um I'm exhausted. <laughs> so tired. Yeah. So uh, get this. Babies don't sleep much. Hate sleep. Well, that's not true. Babies sleep a lot when you don't want them to. If you ever said sleep like a baby, you should punch yourself in the face. It doesn't make... It, I said on Twitter, my baby sleeps like a, a frat boy fighting a drunken blackout. Like, uh, what? No. I'm not, I'm fine. That's really Out. true. And she, she likes to... Um, she likes to puke and rally a lot. Yeah, she does puke and rally. She'll That's true. eat, 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 and then I'll pick her up, and she will look at me so lovingly, and then just puke. Blech. And then instantly she's like, I'm hungry again. I'm hungry. Feed me, Mom. You just saw my food come back out. You know it's not in there. So we're we're exhausted. We haven't been sleeping, but we it, we have a very good reason for that. Um, we There's a child, and it makes noises these noises you can't imagine these terrible noises Uh, now there are a lot of people who can't sleep but they don't have a child that's causing that problem right they can't sleep they just can't sleep they are if uh, uh, forgive me using a medical term that's usually your uh, area they're insomniacs that's right and uh, we've had several people suggest to us the topic of insomnia um, Mm -hmm. through emails and tweets and uh, in person, I don't know. A lot of people want to hear about insomnia, and it seems very appropriate right now. Yes. So, I don't know how much sense we'll be able to make because of our lack of sleep, <laughs> but we will. Uh, we'll give it a go. Sydney, we'll do where do, where does it come from? Like, wait, take me back to the very beginning of insomnia. Where where does this all start? Well, the term insomnia is a reference to the Roman god Somnus, okay. the god of sleep. He's the Equivalent, you you may know him better as Hypnos, the Greek god. You know, since oh, you're my boy so Hypnos. much more familiar with Greek mythology I've always than been, Roman mythology. I've always, I would tell people I'm a fan of whichever one is not being discussed. Then, so then I complete the ignorance. It's sort of like uh, it's sort of like the Have you ever read Dante's Inferno? Not an in English version of that uh, that argument. That, Do you that say defense. that? Not in English. I'm glad you didn't say that to me when we were dating. It's true though. <laughs> I have Chuck it. might not be, but here. it's true. I have it. <laughs> yeah, I know, English. but. You know, pretentious. Yeah, much, really. I know, but it's like a, 
Yeah, no, I get it. Just like meet me halfway on this, please. It's been a while. I'm a little rusty. Okay. You're going to have to work on the goofs a little bit. The goofs like, will come. Yeah. Are they going to get better as the episode I goes no, on? Or I is have that, no guarantee. Is it's that like, the best you got it's right like now? four hours. Did, did you just burn that right now? Do you think, Dante's Inferno Can joke? I tell you something? Do you think that this environment is goof friendly? Do you think this is a goof positive environment you're creating right now? Chuck looks very receptive. She doesn't do anything right to show she didn't contribute at all. She's useless. She doesn't make coos. Oh, everybody loves those. Oh, cooing. Insomnia is a pretty ancient disorder. People have had trouble sleeping as long as they've been sleeping. Yeah, so, well, that makes sense. That's all human history. And it used to be they just had dirt to sleep on. They only had dirt and they had rock pillows and they made blankets out of grass and straw and they made pillows out of rocks. And of course they had trouble sleeping. They slept on the dirt. I don't think they were rock pillows. They slept on rock pillows in the dirt. And the other thing... They made blankets out of their own hair. Yes, hair blankets. But we won't get into that because this is about medical history. Well, medical, right. Okay. Um, So insomnia is also well chronicled not only because it's been around for so long but because uh, a lot of famous people tend to have insomnia and like to talk about it oh, yeah or complain about it i don't know i guess however. <laughs> <laughs> um insomnia was actually mentioned in gilgamesh do you oh, remember really? gilgamesh i have never read gilgamesh uh in english, in english? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think didn't they make us read some of that in school i don't you were in the smart kid classes i don't know Anyway, it's it's like the oldest. I was offering like one of the oldest five written. people you meet in heaven and uh, uh, Hunger Games, that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's one of the, I believe it's one of the oldest recorded texts. I think mm-hmm. I think that's one of the deals with Gilgamesh. But they talk about Gilgamesh himself um, dealing with insomnia as he becomes mortal, and there were a lot of uh, writings that. Uh, insomnia had to do with that bridge between mortality and immortality, I guess, suggesting that if you're immortal, you don't have to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, and then as you become mortal, you just can't sleep because you're used to not sleeping. Okay. Man, if you're becoming mortal and you're sleeping for the first time ever, can you imagine how good that would feel? Like Good how- or weird? Like, think know. about you've never had to sleep before. But now, I mean, that's your first sleep ever. But you don't, but like you used to have full days. You used to be able to stay up and see Craig Ferguson, but now what? Nothing. You're that, asleep. That just, you used to be up. Uh, used to watch the Carson Daly show. Now you can't see that, that anymore. That sounds exhausting. I know. Well, maybe. I guess. Yeah. It does provide a nice rhythm to the day, but it's just because what we're used to. Are we becoming immortal? No. Uh, no. Quite the opposite. <laughs> I'm dying every day. Uh, insomnia was also associated with love sickness a lot in mm. writings like that that was the time you couldn't so either you're becoming immortal or you you're crushing on somebody pretty hard so, yeah one there, of the two there's probably a few cosmo articles about it there was also a lot throughout a lot of history when insomnia was associated with fear specifically a very practical fear lions the crap would happen to you while you were sleeping no, yeah. that's exactly it that you might get killed or somebody might steal all your stuff, all, your, all of your human hair blankets. Yeah, all you and took rock for, pillows. It took forever to weave those. <laughs> so, uh, but the the biggest fear was not that somebody would steal your stuff while you were asleep, but that the devil would steal your soul while you were sleeping. Okay, a lot of people sleep though. How is he going to decide whose soul to steal while he's asleep? This is probably this sounds more like paranoid people. I bet normal. Everyday Joes weren't worried about the devil stealing their soul while they were sleeping. No, a lot of people were. Uh, sleeping was considered a uh, a vulnerable state when 
you know, you could be uh, demons could take you over. You could be. You well, know, how possessed would you ever, how would word, you ever like I'm take your speaking. stand against that? Well, well, there were people who tried not to sleep, Ugh. or at least not to sleep for very long. There were actually um, it was considered holy to make your bed extremely uncomfortable. It was like a um, a mark of your faith mm-hmm. because then you'd wake up a lot at night and it protected you from the devil. I bet that wasn't a stretch for most of like the old timey period. Dating from <laughs> my pillow is made of rock, but that's because I'm so faithful. I'm so faithful. I'm so holy. Are you happy with this old timey Jesus? <laughs> Look how uncomfortable my human hair bed is. Look at my back. It's crazy. It looks like a Z. <laughs> it's Z shaped. I have a Z shaped back. I'm in hell. Are you happy now? Shakespeare wrote about insomnia um, in several different plays that's mentioned that people with like uh, mental disturbances have insomnia. Mm-hmm. So I think like Lady Macbeth would be a good example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't she wander the halls awake talking to herself? Yeah, Hamlet. My boy Hamlet probably wasn't yeah. sleeping so good. Yeah, wasn't sleeping very good. And that and that was a common thing too. So if you weren't possessed when you weren't sleeping, you may just be crazy was the was yeah. kind of the way people saw. Yeah. Um, it was also associated in, in the 17th century in Europe with morality. So if you were a good person you didn't sleep a lot sleeping was kind of like an indulgence like you know sex drugs rock and roll and sleep that's <laughs> <laughs> the the justin McElroy story <laughs> except not this so much with the sex or the drugs and only occasionally rock and roll but definitely sleep so if you if you wanted to show off what a good person you were you would stay awake a lot i guess that seems that seems to have flipped now right it seems like all the good people these days get their get their eight hours in, no questions asked. I still think that there's an association with people who sleep in, though, because that was a big part of okay, it. Okay, that's if true. You, if you were a good person, then you were, like, up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. milking the cows or whatever. But raising barns? Raising barns. I'm, so, I'm sure you were doing that. A lot of that. And I think that persists that, you know, we always think of, like, lazy people sleep in. Mm-hmm. But that's not real. I mean... It, well, it's not a good quality. And it's not necessarily insomnia, right? I mean, like, somebody No, who, this is an insomnia, but people who had insomnia were seen as being more um, moral, being as better people, because they just naturally didn't sleep. Right. So no, they, they were uh, happy God had it. blessed them with a, you know, lack of need for sleep. Uh, how do you, you combat it back in those times? There's no ambient. No, there was no ambient. There were there have been a lot of different cures for insomnia. So if we go all the way back to the Egyptians, uh, I found that you could write the name of the spirit who was responsible for insomnia, but I could not actually find the name of this spirit. Okay, it's lost to history, <laughs> as far as I know. Like Prince, like the yeah, artist the probably sp- knows the spirit, <laughs> the spirit known as the one with insomnia. That one, you could write it on a laurel leaf and put it under your mattress or pillow. And then you're good. I wouldn't recommend that. No, I don't think that will help. Um, but that was better than in the Middle Ages when they recommended that you just drink some uh, gall from a castrated boar. No, I'm good on that front, too. I think that it will probably, that would probably give me um, indigestion. That's always a problem with me with insomnia because I, I have trouble sleeping sometimes. And you know how sometimes you get it and, that, and you're like, oh, I should go take a Tums, but I'm already in bed. Mm-hmm. That's probably the worst Thing that ever happens to me yeah that's the worst thing that ever that's the worst thing doing pretty good there yeah McElroy. things are going well uh, the, well don't worry you could mix the uh castrated borgol with some herbs 
for flavor. Okay, yeah. Put that on a nice skirt snake. Mm-hmm. No. No? Mm. Cast iron skillet? Mm. You, could, you could always try instead rubbing some dormouse fat on the bottom of your feet. Dormouse fat? Gross. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know they who have to distinguishes? Be living, I mean, could you know, would you know a dormouse on sight? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you saw a mouse, would you be like, eh, not a dormouse? Uh, I don't know. Is it just like a really tiny mouse, like a shrew kind of? I don't, is a shrew a, mo- a mouse? A shrew's in the mouse family. I don't know. I don't know anything about animals. Certainly not. You're you're evidencing <laughs> a lot of this I just ignorance wondered, right now. I didn't know if a dormouse was a specific breed of mouse. We should or change this. We mouse. should change the subtitle of the show to a marital tour of misguided medicine and definitely, totally, definitely nothing about animals. Oh please, oh please, <laughs> we don't, don't know listen anything to. We know, no, we know less than our baby daughter about animals. When I think of a dormouse, I think of uh, the mice on oh. Cinderella. Oh, I was going to say Alice in Wonderland, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. That actually is a dormouse. Yeah. But I think of Gus on Cinderella. The one with the memories carrying the stack of cheese. So I take Gus and I rub (laughs) his fat little belly on my feet. And Gus is like, what are you doing? And I say, I can't sleep. And he's like, I'm not a dormouse. Do you want some cheese? Have you been listening to Sawbones? I'm not a dormouse. That's ridiculous. If you didn't want to do that or you don't have a dormouse. I don't. if, If Gus isn't visiting you tonight. You could just lather your head with hard yellow soap. I wonder if if times get really tight as a dormouse, you sell yourself into dormouse prostitution. Once things got real bad, and I let a sleepy <laughs> man rub my tummy on his feet. That was the lowest I think, moment. I think it's adorable that you assume that rubbing dormouse fat, that the way we're supposed to interpret that is that they took... The, the tummy of a dormouse and just rubbed it on your feet and then let it scurry away. Maybe, I like that interpretation maybe this better than like, what it almost certainly actually means. I think that maybe what's happening here is you are you you are so tired from chasing a tiny mouse that you fall asleep. <laughs> Come back here, you. I'm trying to I'm sleep. Trying to, I'm trying not to laugh too hard because. Charlie has fallen asleep well, against you, me. <laughs> you picked the wrong husband. Maybe you didn't hear earlier some of my jokes about um, Dante's Inferno. Anyway, so what I was saying is you could just take a bar of hard yellow soap, lather your head in it, leave it in all night, and do that again every night for two weeks. Okay. On it. Which is better than the dormouse thing. Certainly. No argument there. Uh in the 19th century, there were a lot of theories that it had to do, especially at the turn of the century, going into the 20th, that it had to do with blood flow, because everything had to do with blood flow then. We're talking about, like, prime, like, leaching time. Right. So you could take a wet rag and tie it around your wrist, because they knew that that was the site of your radial pulse, so they thought that that would do something to slow blood flow and put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the theory that it was due to too much blood in the head, so you would prop your head up on pillows, or that insomnia could be the result of a lack of blood to your head, so you prop your feet up on pillows. None of that is accurate, I'm assuming. Don't prop both up on pillows. I don't know. All the blood pools in your midsection. And your butt swells up. In your butt. <laughs> butt blood. Uh, in in Japan, one um, uh, cure was sea slug entrails. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you get those. I guess you get a sea slug, first of all. Yeah. Track that down. In uh, early... In the early colonies, you could try a raw onion. To what? Just eat it? Just eat it. Eat a raw onion. I don't know why. That would just, I think that would give you indigestion. Absolutely. I think that would cause no problems. No question. That would make things definitely, definitely worse. 
Nobody wants to sleep with you after that. No, that you have that going for you. Yeah, you'll, ha- you'll have your peace. In France, they would try fried lettuce. I've never even heard of that happening as a thing. I guess fri- fried kale is a thing. I fried guess you kale could, is a thing. So I guess you could fry lettuce. That just seems to defeat the purpose. That shocks me about the French. They seem so much more sophisticated than to fry lettuce. Yeah. That totally sounds like something we would do here. I they do love their, they love their butter, well, though. Maybe I can fry it. What if I just took the salad and fried it? I can't gonna, sleep. I'm gonna beer batter this salad. Beer batter this salad. <laughs> then I'm gonna then I'm gonna fry it. And I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna take this crouton and fry it. That should count. If you read different accounts, the different places throughout time and and space, time and time and the world, uh, milk comes up again and again, and it was usually mixed with something. It could be something herbal. Uh, warm milk is kind of an older thing mm-hmm. I and mean, that's not a new cure people still say that but um with elderberry blossoms and iris was a popular concoction you could try uh, thyme uh, chamomile which people still you know drink chamomile tea mm-hmm. hops so maybe just have a beer that's legit chamomile has some uh calming chemicals in there mm-hmm. uh valerian which could help you calm down and uh, catnip actually so lots of different herbal cures that popped up throughout history. And, and a lot of those are still in use today. And I'm not saying that necessarily all of them work, but they're still touted for that. Uh, Pliny, of course, had something to say about it. Hit me. Now, uh, Pliny did recognize that poppies would work. Uh, and this was not, he was not revolutionary. A lot of people were already using poppies at the time mm-hmm. for lack of sleep. And of course, that makes sense. You know, opium. Right. Uh, he also claimed the word poppies came from, and I think we mentioned this before, the infant food pap. Mm-hmm. We talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah. on we, the on the uh, opium episode, or was uh, oh, no, no, I think it was on the breastfeeding episode. Oh, you're probably right. Or was yeah. it on the opium? Episode? Well, whatever. Uh, I'll check pap, the wiki. It was some kind of infant food mixture that they would make with like bread soaked in water and stuff like that, and they thought, and he thought that word pap led to papaver, which is the word for poppies, the, I'm with you. the root word. Anyway, and that was because poppies were often given to infants in their pap mm-hmm. to lull them to sleep. Yeah. You know, so do, do we want to try that later? Or? I, at this point, <laughs> it's got to, it's got to beat the night I've been slipping her. Disclaimer, we're not actually giving our infant night No, we're just staring at her and praying. No. Please and why begging are, her. Why are your eyes so open? They're so open They're and awake. They're so open. Uh, if you want to try a magic, a magic cure. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Is that a trick question? Uh, there's an amulet. There's a stone that is particularly effective in this arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, lapis lazuli. Okay. It is uh, a blue stone. I know that from Minecraft. Minecraft. Yes. Thank you correct. very much. Thank you, video games. Uh, in addition to helping you sleep, it is also considered the stone of universal truth and friendship. Okay. Yeah. It enhances your psychic ability I've and energizes your throat chakra. No, it doesn't do I literally things, thought it was made up when I first encountered it in Minecraft. I, I thought it was a made up thing like redstone. I absolutely did too. But no, it's real and it has magical powers or so the the website on healing amulets that I read said <laughs> it believe. has magical powers. So if you are having trouble with your throat chakra or sleep, try 
try that pretty bluestone. You uh you mentioned earlier in the program that um some well known folks have have struggled with insomnia. Can you can you hit me with a few few names? Well, Justin, it's been a while, so you may not remember how this works. But before we can go on any further, I'm going to need you to to visit our billing department. All right, let's go. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So said, famous people, I'm ready. Okay, well, first of all, you haven't heard of this guy, but his name is Al Herpin. Al Herpin. Al Herpin, and I mentioned him. Sounds like a real solitaire type. Because he was famous for his insomnia. Oh, yeah? He claims to be the man who never slept. He uh, said that his mother had some kind of accident while she was pregnant right before she delivered him, and it resulted in him never sleeping his entire life. 
He lived to his 90s. He said that at night he would just sit in a rocking chair and rest. Oh, I bet his family debated over what room he was going to do that in. <laughs> Not Al? the room where I'm sleeping, because that's weird. Al, are you in here? You have to say something, Al. I have to know you're in here. He I'm just going to the kitchen. Now, now he claimed to not have any health effects from the lack of sleeping, which is how would he know? He has no barometer. That kind of insomnia. Well, that's true. That's true. He doesn't know. And there were a handful of other people who have that kind of problem. But I thought that was interesting. The man who never slept. Now let's talk about real famous people. Okay. Churchill. So Churchill was a famous insomniac, and he had his own cure for it. He slept in two twin beds, and he would switch between one and the other every time he woke up at night. I love that. That's like the extreme version of cool side of the pillow, except it's cool side of the bed. It's funny that The you, other bed. It's funny that you mention that, because uh, Benjamin Franklin was another famous insomniac who believed very strongly that heat was the cause of insomnia, too much heat in the body. And so at night, he would get up over and over again every time he had trouble sleeping he would just throw up in all the windows and doors and let his room get icy cold you know i don't think that that's crazy cold. most of the time when i have trouble sleeping i feel really hot like i feel like every i can feel all my skin simultaneously and it's very warm you can feel all your skin? i can feel all my skin touching everything in the world well it is true that sleeping in a cooler room can help with with I, good that doesn't sleep. stop you from complaining about it though every single okay night of you my make life. our room an ice palace anybody else sydney dickens sydney calls me elsa yes i do i call him elsa at night because he sleeps in an ice palace okay and poor chuck and i are freezing yeah uh, dickens was a famous insomniac he believed that you needed to sleep in a bed pointing north in order to help combat insomnia. Okay, don't believe that. So, so he would use a compass. He would actually travel with one just to ensure that he could always position his bed mm-hmm. pointing north. And he would sleep in the exact center of his bed. He would actually lay down in the middle of his bed and then hold his arms out to the side until he was certain he was right in the middle. The single life. <laughs> he uh, This didn't work very well, so he spent a lot of nights just taking walks around london which is actually probably a good thing for all of us yeah because he kept up with his ideas mm-hmm, exactly his stories mm-hmm. if you will his tales uh he wasn't the only one um napoleon edison alexander Dumas, they were all insomniacs who just accepted it didn't really do anything to try to cure it and put that time to good use mm-hmm. um van gogh also an insomniac not a surprise there no he had a lot of things going on and uh, he would try to put himself to sleep by soaking his pillow and his mattress in camphor mm. to try to knock him out at night. What's camphor? Uh, camphor is this waxy substance made from um, probably dried rosemary leaves is where it's found. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can put you to sleep. Uh, okay. Well, or at least he hoped it could. <laughs> I hope it works sometimes. Um. That kid has been eating for like 25 minutes. Yeah. She's going to pop. I'm really worried about her. Oh, she's not going to pop. She's just probably going to puke on me later. Fantastic. Or maybe you. Possibly me. You never know. It's impossible to say. Only Uh, she knows for sure. W.C. Fields was an insomniac and could only fall asleep if under an umbrella that had water falling on man he was like a wood nymph what's he with wc fields some i guess he hired somebody is my guess yeah see i want to sleep underneath a giant mushroom <laughs> find a, a big toadstool see yeah 
Uh, Lincoln was famously an insomniac who was known for taking his midnight walks as a result. Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton, an insomniac, although after his heart attack, he actually made an effort to start trying to fix the insomnia. He took advantage of it so that he could do more stuff, but then after his heart attack, he decided to take better care of himself. Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe had insomnia, which probably contributed to her eventual overdose. Madonna is an insomniac, and uh, Margaret Thatcher was an insomniac. Uh, said that it didn't bother her because sleep is for wimps. So if I actually want to treat it, Sid, what do I what do I do? What are my options? So there are lots of uh, medications throughout history that have been used to treat insomnia. There are certainly a lot today. Uh, the oldest drug that was used is definitely poppies or opium. Poppies. The Greeks, the Egyptians, everybody used opium. Uh, probably not an appropriate use, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, barbiturates were used. Um, um, again, Marilyn Monroe, probably a lot of people think of. We don't use those nowadays. Alcohol was used for a while and a lot of different sleep serums. Um, alcohol is not a good idea. It actually disrupts your sleep cycles. And uh, even though it might knock you out at first, it will lead to low quality sleep. Uh, opiates are an inappropriate thing that was used. Marijuana became popular because of Queen Victoria used it for menstrual cramps. So that was used for a while. Um, and then finally... We invented the benzodiazepines, things like Valium, Mm -hmm. and those became popular. And nowadays, of course, we've got lots of hypnotics, um, the Ambien's, Lunesta's, Sonata's. Hypnotics? Is what those are called? Yeah. I've never heard that terminology before. Uh, Now, Now, I will tell you. That works for me. Just a little while. That stuff is gross. It's not good. I don't like that stuff. Now, I will tell you, none of these drugs actually work to cure insomnia. Uh Uh-oh. A lot of them, even if they temporarily knock you out, are not doing anything to fix the problem of lack of sleep, that you're having difficulty sleeping. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's been proven to really fix it is um, cognitive behavioral therapy, if it is of psychological origin, I should say. Are there physical? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of different... It depends on um, behavioral things. You know, are you smoking? Are you drinking a lot of caffeine? Are you drinking a lot of alcohol? Uh it can be your sleep behavior. Do you try to watch TV at night? That's no. not good. Uh, lack of exercise. Or it could be something underlying depression, anxiety. There are mm-hmm. a million different causes. And if you're suffering from insomnia, instead of buying a sleeping pill, I would definitely talk to a doctor about it. But, I mean, it can't it can't kill you. It's the good news, right? Well, that's not true. Oh, no. Now, for the most part, the insomnia that uh, we would have every once in a while, kind of like, you know, everybody has... A headache every once in a while you may suffer from some acute insomnia due to life circumstances or so for that kind of uh, acute insomnia that we may have from time to time don't worry about it you're probably it's probably not going to last very long even if you have chronic insomnia where you only get a few hours of sleep at night this is still not what i'm talking about i mean worry about it in the sense that like it sucks so you know make every effort you can to address it but right but, Don't lose sleep over it. But when we're talking about people dying from insomnia, we're really talking about fatal familial insomnia. Oh, so you can die from it. Yes. Excellent. It's a very rare disorder. Mm-hmm. It's a, a prion disorder. It's like a, a malformed protein in your brain. Mm-hmm. If you've heard of prions before, it's because of mad cow disease. This has nothing to do with mad cow disease, but there you go. Okay. Uh, it exists in about 25 different families worldwide, so it's extremely rare. You don't. It, you are born with it. It doesn't start uh, becoming symptomatic till middle age, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, the lifespan after that is about eighteen months. Oh. 
You just slowly get less and less sleep until you can't sleep at all. And then you're hallucinating and you kind of stay in this like pre-sleep state until eventually. Does that call into question Al Herpin's story? Well, that is a problem. And that's why, uh, you know, these cases of people who say that they've never slept. A lot of them obviously weren't well documented or researched. Right. Uh, some other things, just interesting facts about insomnia. Uh, animals can get insomnia. Mm-hmm. Bugs can suffer from insomnia. Mm-hmm. Researchers have spent uh, lots of time breeding flies that specifically have insomnia for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Uh, I mentioned earlier that... It's kind of messed up, scientists, by the way. If you're yeah, lying really in bed at night unable to sleep because you've done something very cruel, you have, and that's a good impulse. Lean into it. As I'm, I mentioned before, a lot of people think that love sickness can cause insomnia. It doesn't. So don't worry about that. And I thought this was interesting. There's something called sleep concert. So if you're really desperate and you're an insomniac, check out a sleep concert. <laughs> what is a sleep concert? So you can still go to these. I don't think there are many in the U.S., but you can still find them in Japan. Uh, they were popularized by Robert Rich in the U.S. This was back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And he was an ambient musician. He is an ambient musician. I an ambient say. musician. Yeah, he makes ambient music. Ambient. Not ambient, the sleep medicine. Right. Ambient musician. So he makes really great ambient music. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that puts me at ease and prepares me to shift on to dreamland like a room full of people <laughs> who haven't slept for a while. That's excellent. I'm 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 at peace. He would put on these all night concerts and a lot of it had to do with he kinda cooked this idea up in the seventies, so it had to do with like altered states and you know you know, groovy stuff. Yeah. And you would go to this concert and basically you were supposed to chill out and sleep and you laugh, but you would totally check would, that music. Oh, You're going to look go. up this guy's music. I yeah. know you are. Um, one thing I should say is, as I mentioned, nowadays we've got lots of drugs out there. Um, I would talk to a doctor first. I wouldn't, if you don't have to, I would not use medication. I would recommend against it. And try sleep hygiene. You know what that means? Getting into a rhythm, making sure the room's in a good state. Yeah, a cool, dark room. Don't watch TV in bed. Don't do anything in bed other than sleep and have sex. Okay. And and cut out the cigarettes and the caffeine and the booze. Booze. Yeah. I want to say thank you to people who shipped us uh, gifts, especially uh, pertaining to our new baby, Charlie. Um, we had a beautiful blanket from uh, Erica that she shipped us that is just gorgeous. Uh, Hannah also sent us um, some uh, candy and some uh, booties that she made and a really lovely letter uh, for Chuck. John Bailey sent us a, a plenty onesie, uh, which is really super cute. It says half pint on the back, which is mm-hmm. kind of funny because it's for the, the beer, plenty of the elder beer. Um, Aaron made us a hat with little whales on it, which is beautiful. And Anne sent us some uh, postcards from the uh, Apothecary Museum in her area and a book that she bought there. Yeah, um, very cool stuff. Thank, thank you thank to you everybody who did that. Uh, if you have the urge to send us something at P.O. Box uh, 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706, um, we don't expect you to. This is as far as our contract g- between each other goes. We just ask for a half hour of your time. And in exchange, we offer you the world. Yeah, but thank you so much, especially when you take time to make something for for Chuck. That really means a lot to us. And we will make sure as she wears these items to get pictures out on on, uh, Twitter. Not Twitter. I don't want my baby on Twitter. 
We'll put them on the Sawbones page. How's okay, that? Okay, we'll do that. So that's on Facebook, by the way. Just search for Sawbones. You can go uh, join up there and talk about the show, or you can do that at the Maximum Fun Forum. So that's MaximumFun.org. You see, Maximum Fun is a podcast network that we are a part of together uh, with other great programs like Stop Podcasting Yourself, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Oh, no. I said My Brother, My Brother, and Me. I'm not supposed you to. You took my part. Let me try again. Let me try again. Pretend I didn't say it. Uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself, The Goose Down, Jordan, Jesse Go, One Bad Mother. My brother, my brother, and me. Uh, thank you so much, dear. So many others. Uh-oh, folks, that means that it's time for us to go. Please go subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, and, and so all the other things that you do to promote people that you like. Come to our Facebook group. Come to the MaximumFun.org forums. And uh, thanks again to Harry's. And thank you to you so much for listening to our program. Until next Tuesday, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. All right. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.